At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste, or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger, fresh for everyone. L-A-S-I-K, LASIK.com. Have a ton of questions about LASIK? You're not alone. That's why we created LASIK.com, one place where you can go to find every answer to every question on your mind. Like, how much does LASIK cost? How long does recovery take? How do I find a doctor? If you've been thinking about LASIK, go to LASIK.com now. Yeah, LASIK.com. Easy to remember, so you know where to start. L-A-S-I-K LASIK.com Welcome to the Hornets Hivecast, presented by Charlotte Eye, Ear, Nose, and Throat Associates. The official eye, ear, nose, and throat care provider of the Charlotte Hornets. Here's your host, Sam Farber. Welcome to another edition of the Hornets Hivecast, your Hornets podcast with all the notes, quotes, and daily buzz around your favorite NBA team. I'm Sam Farber, and it is a pleasure and a privilege to have you with us here once again on the Hornets Hivecast, brought to you by Senta, Charlotte Eye, Ear, Nose, and Throat Associates, the official eye, ear, nose, and throat care provider of the Charlotte Hornets. It's a winning edition of the HHC, and what a win it was last night. 144 to 138 over the visiting Atlanta Hawks. One of the best offensive performances of the season for Buzz City. It also got the team to a 16 and 43 overall record, and more importantly, clinches the season series against their division rivals, the Hawks. We'll talk about the game, we'll give you our stars of the night, and we'll also hear from retired Brigadier General Michael Woolley of the United States Marine Corps, who was last night's Hornets Yellow Ribbon Program honoree at Spectrum Center, honoring his unwavering service to our country and our community. We will hear from Mike later on here in the show. Helping me on all these topics, he's my producer on the Hornets Radio Network, as well as the producer of this fine podcast, Rob Longo, with us once again here on the HHC. And Rob, this was a special, special performance for Buzz City. 144 to 138, the final score. More superlatives uh, than we can name in one intro, but we'll try and cover them all here on the Hornets Avcast. Yeah, there was a lot. I mean, do you just want to go back and forth and start rattling them off until we're out of breath or what? <laughs> this was a fun game last night. It was a great one here at the Hive, and shame on you if you missed it because it was a lot of fun. It certainly was. Hornets get the win by six. They uh, dominated start to finish, really, offensively. Their lowest scoring quarter was 35. They did that twice, the third and fourth stanzas. Atlanta had two really explosive quarters. The second and fourth both were over 40 points for the visitors, but they were held under 30 in the first and third, and Charlotte used the advantages to get to the victory. Defensively, they had their moments. There were also some things that were a little deficient. Hornets did not do a very good job on the glass. Atlanta, 16 offensive rebounds, just three for the Hornets, and Charlotte committed five more turnovers than the Hawks did. That netted Atlanta 
24 extra shot attempts in the game. And and this is a common refrain for me, especially since the Hornets have been one of the weaker shooting teams all season long. If you can generate that kind of extra volume from the field, you can probably overcome just about anything. But that just shows how good the Hornets were the other night offensively. They shot 63% from the floor, season high. 54% from three, season high. They scored 144 points, season high. Made 53 field goals, season high. Sank 23, season high. And did it all with 36 assists, season high. In my opinion, and I don't think it's close, this was start to finish the best offensive performance we have seen from Buzz City all season long. And that's including an NBA record first quarter that the Hornets posted in Milwaukee. I thought last night's game was even better for the Hornets. I would agree with you because when you look at the first half, that was a 74-point half for the Hornets, the second most this season outside of those 84 like you referenced in Milwaukee. But that game, they didn't need to be on the entire game more or less. You want to be on the entire game, but they just kind of had to put it on cruise control in the second half there up in Milwaukee. That was not the case last night. They had to play all four quarters through and through. So the fact that they were able to stay so consistent and so balanced through all four quarters was really the difference maker when you take a look at it because the team shoots 63% from the field. Their worst percentage quarter was the third that you talked about where they only scored only 35 points, and they shot 54.5% from the field. When your worst quarter is above 50%, that just means you're on that day. So the 144 points is a season high for Charlotte, too. They put up all those points in the first half of Milwaukee and still didn't clear 144. Atlanta, giving them credit where credit is due. They played extremely well. They torched the Hornets in the pick-and-roll game a lot. And give credit to the Hornets for hanging on to the ball game because, again, it was a wire-to-wire win, the third one of the season for Charlotte. And there were stretches in there where it looked like it was going to slip away. That was not the case last night. Charlotte was able to stamp out anything and everything that Atlanta threw at them and were able to win the season series. Yeah, the Hawks definitely did make some pushes. As I mentioned, they attempted 24 extra shots compared to the Hornets. Some of that is good defense at times by Atlanta forcing turnovers and generating extra opportunities by pounding the glass early and often. Their center, Clint Capella, you mentioned the pick-and-roll game. He had a season-best performance, 22 points on 11 of 17 shooting. DeAndre Hunter got really hot in the second half with 21, but at the end of the day, the Hornets were able to answer each and every time. After the game, one of the stars for the Hornets, and there were many, Terry Rozier talked about the complete team effort. I think we played we play good from the beginning of the game. Uh, obviously, you know, we've been getting out to some great starts these last couple of the games. Um, you know, it's, it's part of the NBA where, where teams going to go on a run, but we stay poised. That's something that we've been talking talking about as an emphasis. If teams go on a run, stay poised, stay together, and we did that tonight. Terry finished with 29 points, also eclipsed 5,000 career points as a member of the Hornets franchise, just the ninth player in franchise history to hit that milestone. The consistent offensive effort, some nights that's just going to win you the game. Most nights, 144 points is going to win you the game. But due to some of the things we talked about, the second chance point opportunities, the points off turnovers, Atlanta was able to stay in it. And so it took some big defensive plays down the stretch to get the victory. What clinched it was a defensive sequence late that was put on the shoulders of Hornets rookie center Mark Williams. Trey Young into the paint. Heels back outside. Step back three. Blocked by Mark Williams. Batted ahead by the middle. Here's Mark Williams. Let's fly. Up for the right-handed jam.
time. Mark Williams getting it done, and we talked about it in the moment last night on the Hornets Radio Network, Rob, but this is one sequence that I think Mark Williams can and probably will really grow from. He is so long. He's one of the longest wingspans in the NBA, and yet there have been so many times here, especially late, where he goes up for a shot block and it's just a fingernail longer. He must have cut his nails that morning because it's just it's just outside of his wingspan and ends up going through. Well, this was an occasion where he had it measured perfectly and it turned into a run out where he put the game away effectively by making it a two-possession game right there. I believe that three, had it gone through for Trey Young, would have tied it. But Mark Williams, again, he had it measured right. He didn't allow Trey Young to go around him. And when he fired up a step back three, Mark Williams not only able to contest it, but to block it and then LaMelo Ball with the hit ahead on the run out so it it was a big sequence there again offense clearly won the day for the Hornets but in the biggest moment of the game on the defensive side of the ball their first round pick their number one center Mark Williams comes through with the play of the day yeah, and he's only going to grow from this, obviously, because at the end of the day, that pick-and-roll game was literally, no pun intended, picking apart the Hornets' defense at that point. It got to the point where when Trey Young would try to slip around that screen that Mark would come up and double like he did on that play, and I would kind of cringe a little bit because Trey Young is just so good at getting out of that double team that I'm thinking Mark needs to get back to defend Clint Capella because it's going to be an easy run at the rim based on the way that the ball game was going, but he stayed out there, he stayed true, he had great anticipation there, and then the mindset to say, the play's not over, even though I made this block, I'm going to go run down the length of the floor, and I'm going to go finish the play, because, again, it's very easy for a rookie to stand there and kind of be in awe of himself a little bit and say, that was me, kind of pound the chest a little bit, that sort of thing. He knew the play was not over, he went down to the other end, and he was able to finish it, and like you said, that could have easily been a five-point swing. It was a 139 to 136 Charlotte lead with about 52 seconds left. Mark comes down, five-point swing, it makes it a five-point advantage, and they needed that at the end of the game because it came down to the couple final possessions, and P.J. Washington hit a big three towards the end of the game to really put it out of reach, but at the end of the day, P.J.'s three doesn't matter if Mark doesn't make that block and that dunk. Mark Williams finishes with 15 points, five rebounds, the big block shot on the game's ceiling play, and also he shot the ball well. You know, Sometimes it's about volume, sometimes it's about effectiveness and efficiency, and right now Mark Williams is not at a stage in his career where he's going to command 12 shots per game. And they're going to come to him when they're available, and they're going to go away from him when he's not, but when he did have his number called, he rose to the challenge. Five for seven from the floor well beyond his normal field goal percentage, which is already really good at 64%. Uh, So he made five of his seven attempts and five for six from the free throw line, a new career high for made free throws. So a lot to build on, certainly for Mark Williams, an all-around strong game, helping the Hornets pick up their 16th win of the season. We've got to pick stars of the night. We will do that next here on the Hornets Hivecast. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. L-A-S-I-K, LASIK.com. Have a ton of questions about LASIK? You're not alone. That's why we created LASIK.com, one place where you can go to find every answer to every question on your mind. Like... 
How much does LASIK cost? How long does recovery take? How do I find a doctor? If you've been thinking about LASIK, go to LASIK.com now. Yeah, LASIK.com. Easy to remember, so you know where to start. L-A-S-I-K, LASIK.com. Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Sam Farber and Rob Longo here with you on the HHC, the Hornets Hivecast, brought to you by Senta, Charlotte Eye, Ear, Nose, and Throat Associates, the official eye, ear, nose, and throat care provider of the Charlotte Hornets. Do want to remind you to stick around for the full length of the show. Michael Woolley, retired Brigadier General of the United States Marine Corps, our good luck charm clearly here for the Hornets. He was the Yellow Ribbon honoree last night. A brilliant, brilliant career, a brilliant man. Really enjoyed talking to him. We'll have that conversation for you shortly here on the HHC. Hornets won last night, 144-138 to over the Atlanta Hawks. Season high offensive performance across the board for Buzz City. Hornets third win in four tries against their division rivals, the Atlanta Hawks, getting some measure of revenge for being bounced from the play-in tournament last season in Atlanta. Certainly doesn't mean as much as that one did, but Rob Longo, lots to choose from. All five starters were in double figures, plus Dennis Smith Jr. coming off the bench. 63% shooting from the floor. Almost everyone had a good night. Who's your pick for star of the game? Instead of star of the game for this Valentine's Day edition, can we say which performance did we fall in love with I today? love it. I, love I it. figured you would. Uh, for me, it's got to be P.J. Washington. Now dribbles in, loops the pass to P.J. Washington for three. It's good! 22 seconds left! And the Hornets lead is six. P.J. knocks down a backbreaker there. Probably the dagger for the Hornets. It made it 144 to 138 with about 22 seconds left. Like I said, P.J. Washington gets my top performance, the performance I fell in love with on this Valentine's Day edition of the HHC, just because of that shot. I mean, and the fact that he did it so consistently last night. He finishes with 22 points. 9 of 13 from the field, 4 for 6 beyond the arc. He also had 7 rebounds and 5 assists. He did a little bit of everything. But in the second half alone, about as balanced as you could get. 13 of his 22 coming there in the second half. 5 for 7 from the field, 3 for 4 beyond the arc. P.J. Washington, my top performer from last night. He had a rough go of it at the beginning of the 2023 portion of the calendar. He's really started to turn it around lately. And it's starting to show and it's starting to be very effective. And it's been a big piece of this Hornets offense here for the last couple of games. I like the pick. Do you want to give a tip of the cap to Gordon Hayward? Season high, 26 points. His 21 in the first half really set the tone. And quite frankly, the Hawks made an adjustment to try and take him away in the second half. Otherwise, Gordon Hayward uh, maybe threatens his career high. He was honestly that hot, but he ends up settling, air quotes, for 26 points. Knocked down four threes. Definitely want to give him a mention here because he had a really, really strong game. 26 points, 5 rebounds, and 8 assists. But we would not be doing our jobs if we did not have this guy as one of our stars of the night, LaMelo Ball. Eight seconds on the shot clock. Gordon pick and roll with Mark Williams. He'll drive, bounce pass to the corner. LaMelo for three. Yes, sir! LaMelo! 
Where do you begin and where do you end with LaMelo Ball? He, he was simply outstanding. In 32 games this season, he posed his 14th double-double. It's the first 30.15 assist game in the Hornets franchise history. I think ESPN tweeted out that one. 15 assists, that's a career high. He knocked down six threes. That moves him to seventh on the Hornets' all-time leaderboard for career-made threes. Statistically speaking, in terms of impact on the game all around, he was as strong as can get. 30 points, 15 assists. And that's not to speak of his defense, which is something that head coach Steve Clifford talked about after the game as well. You know, I also thought it was one of his better defensive games. You know, there's no, with them, there's no easy matchups. So he's guarding, you know, he guarded Murray a ton. He had Bogdanovich some. And I thought his defense was uh, was really solid. One last note to put in here for LaMelo. Uh, he's head-to-head with Trey Young, and, and this is part of the narrative on this game, why it's important to win the season series against the Hawks, uh, maybe as much as, if not more than any other team, because you're division rivals. You know you're going to play each other four times a season. They're two young point guards. They're going to go head-to-head in theory, every year for hopefully over a decade. That'd be a lot of fun for us to take in as fans and followers of this team. But Trey Young, who finished with 25 points and 14 assists, he's so ball dominant. He didn't have a good three-point shooting night, two for seven, and got almost all of his offense in the first half by going to the foul line, nine for nine. LaMelo just straight made shots. He didn't attempt a single free throw and still went for 30 points, plus the 15 assists, a new career high. LaMelo Ball, my star of the night. Certainly worthy of the pick, and you missed one more superlative. LaMelo Ball obviously hit a three in that game. It's now 47 consecutive games that LaMelo has hit a three that breaks a franchise record for most games with a three-pointer made, breaks Baron Davis's former record of 46 games. It wouldn't surprise me if that record that he currently has and will more than likely be rewritten gets to triple digits. Would not surprise me at all. He's got to go the rest of this season to do that, plus about a month well, and a half of next season, yeah. something like that. Hey, you never know. One more thing about that. That's currently the third longest active streak in the NBA behind Steph Curry and Damian Lillard. Pretty so, good list. Yeah, when you're in a top three with Damian and Steph and you're 21 years old, what more do you need to say? I think that's a stat that speaks to the era that we're in and how much importance is placed on three-point shooting, but also reflects that it's not that easy to knock down threes in the league. They they might take a lot, and they might make it look that way, but you would think that there are guards that just every game, every year, always have a three in the column, always, but that 40-some games is the third longest streak speaks to, hey, it, it's still not easy. There's still world-class defenders covering you, and when the pressure's on, you got to knock down the shot. Well, just look at the Hornets' three-point shooting as a team this year. It hasn't been very good, and that just kind of shows that not only, even though the Hornets as a team cannot have not shot the three extremely well this year, LaMelo has. Well... It was last night. I wouldn't be surprised oh, if, yes, they, sure, yeah. if the uh, the three-point percentage uh, jumps up a, a notch or two in the rankings as well as in the overall percentage. Hornets enter the game 30th of 30 in the NBA, 32% from beyond the arc. They shot 54% from deep, their best offensive performance of the season, a 144-138 to 138 win over the Atlanta Hawks. Hornets are now 16-43. and 43. One more game before the All-Star break. That'll come tomorrow against the San Antonio Spurs. Coming up next, 
He might have been the good luck charm. He was in the building being honored as our Yellow Ribbon Program honoree last night at Spectrum Center, honoring his unwavering service to our country and our community. We're going to hear from Mike Woolley, retired Brigadier General of the United States Marine Corps, our Yellow Ribbon honoree, and our guest coming up next here on the Hornet Tidecast. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bed 365 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. L-A-S-I-K, LASIK.com. Have a ton of questions about LASIK? You're not alone. That's why we created LASIK.com, one place where you can go to find every answer to every question on your mind. Like, how much does LASIK cost? How long does recovery take? How do I find a doctor? If you've been thinking about LASIK, go to LASIK.com now. Yeah, LASIK.com. Easy to remember, so you know where to start. L-A-S-I-K, LASIK.com. Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Welcome back here to the Hornets Hivecast. The Charlotte Hornets honor military veterans and retirees for their unwavering service to our country and their impact in the community through the Yellow Ribbon Program. These heroes are recognized at Hornets games throughout the season, and today it is our honor to highlight the continued service of retired U.S. Marine Corps Brigadier General Michael Woolley. We welcome Mike here to the Hornets Hivecast. Mike, thanks so much for taking some time with us. Uh, my pleasure, sir. People join the military from many different places in their lives, and I've had the distinct pleasure to talk to many of them here through our Yellow Ribbon podcast interviews. Some come straight out of high school, essentially. Some uh, later on after college. Some are inspired through world events that take place. You joined in 1966 through the Naval ROTC program at Harvard, where you graduated magna cum laude. I have to say, you're the first Yellow Ribbon interview I've had that graduated from Harvard. What led up to your decision to join the military after the, such a distinguished start to your academic career? Well, I, I came from a family of modest means, and it was clear that if I wanted to attend a college, I would have to find some way, some scholarship money. And when I graduated from high school, I went to an all-boys high school, and I Every once in a while, I look at my yearbook, and I would say 90% of the guys said, when we finish high school, we're going to go in the service, or we're going to go to college, and then in the service. It was a much different thought process back then in the late 50s, early 60s. And I was blessed to have a, a teacher at my high school who asked me what schools I'd apply to, and I told him. And he said, uh, why haven't you applied to Harvard or Yale? I was raised Roman Catholic. I was at Boys Catholic High School, and I applied to Georgetown and Holy Cross and Villanova and all of those. And he said, why don't you apply to Harvard? I'll write you a good recommendation. And I thought, well, 
as long as he's willing to do that, I should be willing to apply. And I did. And Mirabile Dictu, I actually got in, which was, which was kind of a shock for me. But it's the thing that I think about most when I think about where life has taken me is the influence that incredible mentors have had on my life. And when you've had that, what you really want to do is give back and try and mentor other people because it makes such an enormous difference. And you certainly, throughout your life, have continued to mentor people, pass some of those lessons down. But you had to build up your own resume and build up your own experiences, I'm sure. First, after joining the military, you flew as a naval aviator, served a tour with the Royal Air Force in England, and then returned home and got your law degree at the University of Virginia, and then began your military legal positions. What What is one lesson your experience in the military taught you that you would not have gotten holding maybe similar jobs outside of the military. The value of leadership, the value of being a servant leader. And all throughout my career, once I became an attorney, although when I was when I was flying and in law school, not so much because email wasn't really a thing back then. I sound like a troglodyte, but email wasn't a thing back then. But once I started my legal career in the late 70s, I would sign all my emails here to serve, comma, Mike, and... I really meant that. I thoroughly believe in public service and in giving back because I've been given so much. That is such a, a wonderful and beautiful mindset, and, and you certainly have lived it. Tell us about your career path after retiring from the military and the ways that you have given back to your community. I retired in October of 96, the last day of October. and the first week of October, I started working at an organization that is a tremendous organization, a 501c3 called the Marine Corps Scholarship Foundation. Because I was a scholarship baby, and this was an opportunity to help an organization grow and to help the children of Marines and Navy corpsmen who served with the Marines. And we started out fairly small. It started in New York in the uh, early 60s and grew and grew and grew, and they decided that it's time to really try and become a national organization and I was lucky enough to get selected as the executive director of the organization and we started on a building program and it it was extraordinarily rewarding because many of the youngsters we helped, as I said, we focused on the children of our enlisted men and many of the youngsters we helped were the first in their family to ever go to college as I was the first in my family to go to college. And I I knew what we could do by helping youngsters like this because it had helped me. So I stayed there for about, oh, I guess about eight and a half years, grew the foundation. And then um, for family reasons, I had two young sons and, and a hardworking, delightful wife who truly was the wind beneath my wings. For a number of reasons, I went to the board in 2004 and said, gentlemen, I, I love serving, but it's gotten to the point. We were putting on five scholarship balls across the country and 24 golf tournaments. So I was gone a lot. And my two sons were getting to the point where I really needed to be home more. So I I didn't have a job. (laughs) And again, through word of mouth, I was asked to come in and interview for a job down at Kennedy Space Center as the chief counsel because of my legal background. And I interviewed and met the general counsel of NASA, a wonderful guy. And we had a couple of lunches and a couple of dinners, and we talked about the value of leadership and, and, and service and putting self aside and taking the mission and the people and helping both of them accomplish whatever they could. 
And I didn't know, but he was leaving NASA. And I was asked to come in and talk to the then administrator of NASA, wonderful gentleman named Sean O'Keefe. And uh, he said to me, well, they want you to have a Kennedy Space Center, but the current general counsel wants to keep you here as its chief of staff. And he said, what do you want to do? And I looked at him and I said, Mr. O'Keefe, I've been in public service my whole life. I know what you're trying to do. I know I can help you get there. So you just put me where you think I'll do the most good. And the next day, the general counsel called me. He says, nobody knows this, Mike, but uh, I'm leaving, and John wants you to be the new general counsel. So I promised my wife, okay, I'll stay three years. And uh, that was in 2004, and I retired in 2014 because the, what I had had my whole life, I, I tell people I never worked a day in my life. What I had my whole life was wonderful people to work with, something that was really worth doing and something that really enhanced your soul. Whether it was being a good follower or a good leader, there's something about public service and coming to the end of your career and looking back and saying, okay, I'm on the, I'm on the 16th green, maybe even the 16th fairway of my life. But I've played a good game because I had wonderful caddies telling me where to hit the ball. And I want to do that to other people. So I continue to do that. Still work actively with my church and with some volunteer organizations on the board and, and currently serve with Navy Federal Credit Union. I've been there for 30 years as a volunteer. And because we help people with financial issues. So it was just a natural for me to do that. And I'll stop talking because I know you have more questions. <laughs> well, it's a career to be envied and a career to be honored, and it's our pleasure to do it. One final question for you. Sure. What would be your message uh, to those looking for ways to give back in, in some of the ways that you have been able to, even post-retirement now, uh, from your most recent full-time position with NASA? What are some of the organizations you'd like to highlight here that you've been able to be more involved with now over the last seven to 10 years? Well, I've been involved with the Boy Scouts and I've seen what uh, what scouting can do for youngsters, Cub Scout troops, Boy Scout troops with good adult leadership. I've been involved with my church. There's so much need in our communities. And I don't care whether you come from a wealthy community or a community that's not so wealthy. There are many, many opportunities to give back and participate in some kind of mission. You know, everything from meals to the elderly to driving people to their appointments when they're not capable of driving themselves. I mean, it's just, it's not really difficult to look around, keep an open heart and an open mind and say, yeah, this is something I can do and this will help. And so I want to do it. It's a beautiful message and one we should all adhere to. Thanks so much again to retired U.S. Marine Corps Brigadier General Michael Woolley, this month's Yellow Ribbon honoree. Mike, thanks so much for joining us today here on the Hornets Ivecast. Thank you very much for the opportunity. I appreciate it. God bless. Take care. Go Hornets. Go Hornets, indeed. We're going to have to have Mike around more often. Uh, make him honored every time there's a Hornets home game. He was certainly good luck as Charlotte goes for season highs in just about every offensive category. Hornets with the big 144-138 to 138 win over the Hawks. And maybe the best part of it, getting to honor such a remarkable person as retired Brigadier General Michael Woolley of the United States Marine Corps, our Hornets Yellow Ribbon Program honoree last night here at Spectrum Center. Great performance from Buzz City. Hope you enjoyed it. The Hornets race out to the win over their rivals, the Atlanta Hawks. One more game to go before the All-Star break. It is tomorrow against the San Antonio Spurs. And tomorrow we'll have our game preview edition of the HHC. Ashley Shamady of 
Bally Sports Southeast will be our guest for that edition. Just two left to go before the All-Star break. Sadly, Hornets did not have a selection, uh, but that means Rob Longo actually gets a vacation in the middle of the season. Rob, how do you feel about that? It's going to feel weird, but I'm definitely not going to turn it down. Yeah, we would certainly prefer to have more to talk about, but we'll gladly take the break and then come back strong for the stretch run of the season. Hopefully a lot more nights like the one we had last night at the Hive. Hornets get the win over the Hawks, 144-138. to Big thank you to Rob Longo for a great job here on the show as well as putting it together. Thanks once again to Michael Woolley of the United States Marine Corps Retired Brigadier General for being our honoree on the Yellow Ribbon Program and for all of his service to our country and our community before, during, and after his military service. Most of all, thanks to all of you for tuning in today. For everyone here, I'm Sam Farber saying it's been a pleasure and a privilege having you along. We will talk to you tomorrow with a game preview edition for Hornets versus Spurs here on the Hornets Hivecast. Thank you for listening to the Hornets Hivecast, brought to you by Senta, the official eye, ear, nose, and throat care provider of the Charlotte Hornets. For more coverage, visit Hornets.com. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Picasso knows your vacation home is your best home. It's the place that brings family and friends together. It's where you're the best version of yourself. Picasso makes it easy to co-own a luxury vacation home in amazing locations. Listings start at 200K for one-eighth ownership. Picasso does all the work for you. Luxury furnishings, maintenance, billing, scheduling, and more. And you can resell on Picasso's marketplace anytime, historically for a 10% gain. Visit Picasso to see thousands of listings. That's P-A-C-A-S-O dot com.